This is Consumed, the podcast about eaters, drinkers, thinkers, and makers. And this season, you get two for the price of one. I'm Jamie Lewis. And I'm Matt Cross. And this is my Consumed Podcast Tap Takeover. Okay, now, Matt, what qualifies you to take over this podcast? Well, I eat, drink, think, and now make. Uh Uh-huh. Plus, I was a guest on Consumed for season five. Yes, that's right. Go back and listen to the Matt Cross episode. I will put it in the show notes. Plus, I own the Broad Street Public House in San Luis Obispo. Mm -hmm. And I know everybody on the Central Coast because I've been a local musician for decades. I've probably played for at least half of your listeners' weddings. Yes, these are all very good reasons. I'm just now remembering why this was okay with me. So, listener, with the Tap Takeover, I asked Matt to choose every guest and to join me for a chat as we get to know these guests better. These are people I've met over the years and thought they'd be good for an interesting conversation. And you were not wrong, my friend. I was not wrong. Shall we get into it? Yes, let's do it. This is Consumed. Sherry Elliston is a registered dietitian and certified diabetes educator, as well as a professor in the Food Science and Nutrition Department at Cal Poly State University. Matt and I know Sherry as a friend who throws epic Halloween parties, but she is also a respected and passionate expert who works with patients, especially new moms with diabetes. We talked a lot about gestational diabetes, which I had, my bizarrely high cholesterol, which Sherry also has, eating grapes versus drinking red wine, using food to cope, which Matt is moving away from, and moderation, moderation, moderation. Sherry has wonderful information and perspective on how to make small changes for big results. Plus, she's just a peach. You'll love her. Here's me, Matt Cross, and Masters of Science Registered Dietitian and Certified Diabetes Educator, Sherry Elliston. So Sherry Elliston is at our table. Yay. Yay. And what's so awesome about Sherry is Matt and I know Sherry just socially. I mean, I don't I don't even know you necessarily in the context of food or being a registered dietitian. Mm-hmm. But you happen to be one. I do. And you teach it. I do. Okay, so I just, I just know you from really fun Halloween parties. Oh, we do. Oh my god. Yeah, pre-COVID, those were great. Right? Yeah. What did you go as? You were a uh, Rosie the Riveter. Rosie the Riveter. Yeah. yeah. What did you go as? Last time we had a wedding that I was playing in. That's right. Oh yeah. And you so just showed up. In the, a suit. We're at the ceremony or the reception. I'm like, wait, we can we can bail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can just go towards the back and just mm-hmm. ghost. And I go, and we can be the wedding crashers yeah. and go to the. And he's yeah. like, oh my gosh, we're so on it. So I was like, I'm getting first. Yeah, <laughs> just like slowly backing out, and literally it's one of those things where like the next day, like, what time did you leave, Adam? I who can even remember? Like it was so much fun. Who can remember? Who can remember when we yeah. actually left? We were there forever, though. So you bailed for the Elliston's Halloween yeah. party, which was so much fun. It you was. have the right house for a party. Yeah, it is pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So, how did you? What what led to you being like? You know what? I want to help people with how they eat and nutritionally. I want to make sure people are balanced. I mean, did you did you grow up eating well? Did you grow up eating not well? Yeah, that's a great question, Jamie. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pretty open book. You yeah. know what's interesting is my father actually had a quadruple bypass surgery in his late 40s. And he was a big fan of Mickey D's, McDonald's, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, And I remember thinking, there's got to be a better way to eat, you know, (laughs) (laughs) that doesn't lead to to coronary bypass. (laughs) Yeah. That would put me in line for one right about now. (laughs) You know, exactly. It's interesting. My dad, this time next week, is having triple bypass surgery. Is he really? And so with the the information that came in recently about cholesterol for me, which we'll get into, it was just, it was too much to have that and the announcement that my dad was going to have triple bypass on the same day. Oh my gosh. It's just a lot. But anyway, okay, so you kind of thought... There's got to be a, a better way. Yeah, and I always love the idea of. Well, I wouldn't say I love the idea of food as medicine, but it's. I don't wouldn't say that I understood that as a kid. Mm-hmm. I just liked the idea of um, less medical intervention and more holistic, you know, way of eating and living. Um, and then, honestly, we grew up with not a lot of money, so convenience foods was really important. Right. You know, we shop yeah. at like the. Um, you know, the grocery stores with, like, the Japanese writing on the back. Like, you'd, you'd buy, like, not Japanese grocery stores. You'd go to, like, the, like the what is it called? An the out, the outlet market, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. Where it was, like, you we know, dent, yeah, dented cans mm-hmm. and, like, you right. know, care, you know, st- like, 
food I've never heard of I remember, before. I remember buying a box of nachos pronto. Just quickly microwave in the oven, and you've got or the microwave, and you've got nachos pronto. How could that possibly work? <laughs> oh my gosh, you yes. ate it, and it was just like, why does my stomach hurt so bad? Like, <laughs> I, I can't why feel. Why am I gagging? I can't feel my shoulder. That's weird. Yeah. Jake and I, when we were first married, we lived in Berkeley in a really kind of gnarly part of town, and we to save money, went to a place that was like a grocery outlet. Although our grocery outlet here is it's not pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. It actually is pretty nice. It's really nice. They yeah. have all the whole food stuff in there. But yeah. this one we went to, I just, I remember Jake looking at the meat in the big, you know, in the big cold case and kind of like pushing it. Oh, it was a lot of gray <laughs> yeah. kind of meat. Yeah. Almost yeah. green. And then yeah. they had all these yogurts, like single serve mm-hmm. yogurts that were coffee yogurt. And I, and I, that's not a flavor that should be yogurt. It's <laughs> yeah. like tart and mm-hmm. bitter. And I just, I think we bought like 20 of yeah. them too. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, you're so nothing at against those. that, but we just didn't have a lot of money. And so convenience foods was important. And mm-hmm. I remember, I remember feeling, you know, my mom worked full time and she'd come home and take chicken, you know, frozen chicken out of the freezer and it had freezer burn on it. And it was like, bless her heart. You know, she yeah. worked all day. Yeah. She did, the last thing she wants to do is come home and make dinner Cook. for yeah. us like ragamuffins. <laughs> so I just felt like, hmm, there's got to be a better way. Mm. So, and then I went to junior college and I took a general nutrition class at junior college from a, a woman who was a registered dietitian and she just happened to lecture part-time there. And she was like in her thirties and I thought she was fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. Just fabulous. The power of a teacher. Right. Yes. And that's, I mean, that's probably part of the reason I went into teaching because I loved that idea, yeah. you know, but, um, that's mainly it. Yeah. Yeah. So when you, so you went to junior college, did you wind up at Cal Poly for your degree? Yeah, I did. Okay. I transferred in. And that's how you wound up in slow. Yeah. Well, so we, I graduated from there and then Jim and I moved to LA for 15 years and then we moved back to slow just for you know, Sanity. San Luis Obispo. <laughs> San Luis Obispo. Yeah. If you can not live in LA and live someplace else. Uh-huh. Right. right. Pretty right. much. Yeah. That's right. You, you've done your time. Yeah. yeah for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, outskirts, but even worse, like the suburbs of LA. So, yeah. yeah. Thousand yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Okay. So you thought that there must be a better way. Well, how do you eat now? Is And do you feel pressure because you teach <laughs> nutrition? Do you feel like... You don't want people to see what you eat sometimes. Totally. <laughs> like, awesome. I, would, I would struggle so have with an that. In and out bag on your desk because you're mm-hmm. starting class. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I love In and Out. You could do worse, actually. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for of sure. You can. Yeah. I mean, to answer that question, I eat perfectly. Oh, no, I know. So I've seen it. Yeah, it's pretty perfect. It's sort of like when you go to see the doctor and you just assume, like this doctor, the nurse, people in, in medical professions, you kind of assume like. He must be really healthy. Mm. And I actually find that some of my doctor and nurse friends are some of the most unhealthy or eat really poorly or, you know, uh, totally. So many doctors are smoking out the back door. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So it's, um, when I was younger, I put a lot of, I felt like I had to be like a role model for eating, you Mm. know? So it was like everything in moderation and I didn't drink a lot and I was Mm -hmm. very active, but as I've gotten older, like, you know. Things have kind of gone to shit. <laughs> yes. Could no. COVID have an What are you talking about? It might have been COVID. I don't know. Yeah, I like they, to blame COVID for a lot of things. Yeah. I think it's a good... It's it a, felt like the, there was the um, hand grenade was already there, but mm-hmm. COVID pulled the pin. Is mm-hmm. it just a little bit how mm-hmm. it felt for me? Yeah. Totally. For, well, no, we're getting older. Too. For me, it was living with yeah. my mother-in-law while we remodeled our house Ooh. for six months, then moving out. And then my mother-in-law's great. Yeah. But living, <laughs> living even with even an amazing mother-in-law yeah, in sure. her home yeah. for six months. And then going into COVID, I was like, I started some bad habits and I just amplified them during COVID. Yeah. And then I was like, just kind of recently got hold of my life again. I feel like. That feels chaotic to me. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the thought of living with even somebody you're super close with love, but being out of routine is so yeah. I used to like always, I, I'd have a drink or two on the weekends and I was like, oh, what day is it? Is it an NY? Cool. Whiskey. Woo. Totally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You are not alone. <laughs> I would say that, that, that um, we have maladaptively coped through <laughs> majority of us through, through COVID, you yeah. know, things that were normal. And then all of a sudden our kids are home, you know, and I'm teaching oh classes gosh. online and the three kids are being homeschooled. And I'm oh. like, I don't know now wine o'clock is like three thirty, <laughs> maybe four. <laughs> Can I wait that long? The sun's up, right? I mean, the, the sun. sun is up. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So teaching, you went into teaching, but I know that you have 
worked directly with clients. I mean, you're not, you didn't, you don't only teach, but you have gone through spells where you were down in Santa Maria, I know, and you're working with new moms and that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I'm an MSRD CDE, if you want me to tell me my my, my alphabet. (laughs) M-S-R-D-C-E? Not to sound like I'm tooting my own horn. Well, no, toot it. um, So I have a master's of science and nutrition, registered dietitian, and certified diabetes educator. Wow. That's that's what I've done, really, and that's my life. Like passion and love is patients with diabetes. So that's really? that's really what I've done. Teaching has been relatively recent, like five years. Okay. So yeah, that's what I've mainly done is worked with um, patients with you know, new diagnoses, comorbidities, mm-hmm. and then I went into the perinatal realm. So that's all moms with diabetes, type one, two, or gestational. Why why are you so passionate about diabetes in particular? I think if you work if any. You know, when you work with patients, patients can be highly motivated and ready to learn, and patients can be sent to you from their doctor and they're obstinate and they think that you're a waste yeah. of their time. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a full spectrum, right? But when you have a pregnant mom, you have two patients in one, and moms mm-hmm. are scared. Mm-hmm. Like, right? I have three kids. It's a scary time. Pregnancy is beautiful and scary. Mm-hmm. And I found that that level of uh, readiness to learn and to do like lifestyle changes was very high. They were yes. very motivated. Yes, it's true. Um, and then that you get to see the outcome is this beautiful baby. They mm-hmm. bring the babies back to the appointments, you know, um, and diabetes and pregnancy is very challenging to manage. And I really like that challenge. I had gestational diabetes. I know you did. Did you? No. Okay. Well, I just, I, it came out of nowhere and I didn't realize until very recently that diabetes and heart disease are so, so related. Yeah, they I are. Had, I really didn't know that, um, and I should have. But uh, the gestational diabetes thing, I, I my mom didn't have, I don't, I can't think of anybody that's had it in our yeah. family. And I'm pretty small person. I, right. I'm not, you know. I don't think anyone has described you as curvy. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I am about straight up and down, straight up yeah. and down. Um, that's hilarious. We're a very similar build. Yeah, you guys could be twins. From behind, Jake's always like, "Wait, oh man." <laughs> um, but I remember my dietitian. So, so I did that. What's the name of that test where you do the um, glucose tolerance test? Yes, so that's an awful test. Oh. It is awful. makes you sick. It, describe to Matt yeah. what that test is. You have to drink um, a load of sugar. It's usually like an orange drink, but uh-huh. it's really sweet, and you have to do it on an empty stomach. Oh, that sounds And awful. you're pregnant, so it's yeah. very that'd nausea. That'd be even weirder, because... Inducing yeah, yeah, yeah. for you. That'd be really weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 that'd be a medical... And you're pregnant. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow, Matt. But then you have to sit. They and then wa- you have to sit and wait for an hour, and then you have to get your blood tested. I think Gina but mine was, Yeah, I'm sure she did. But mine was three hours long. Oh, that's because you failed the first one, love. Oh, that's right. I did. So sorry, Jamie. You didn't. You didn't. <laughs> that was so caring, though. That you failed really, the first one, love. Yeah, that's true. Sorry. So I the failed. Thir- that's right. The three-hour one's way worse. I couldn't believe they didn't have Wi-Fi at the lab. Oh, good lord! That's, I just—it's like I'm just sitting there for three yeah. hours. Anyway, was there a mirror on one wall? Wait, what? Like a, a, a oh, mirror, like, there's another test going on. Let's just keep her in there. No Wi-Fi either. I would have failed <laughs> At that. some point, she's going to lose it. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. That's it's true. Funny. But I had to watch. It was the first time in my life that I had, I had to take my blood three or four times a day. Woo! After every meal, and I think one before bed or something like that. And there was this range that I was supposed to fall in, so I'd you know, prick my finger, put it directly on the sensor, it would come up with a number. And I think, I, I can't remember what the number window was. But I've never had such an explicit, like, oh, you ate white potatoes, here's your number. Right. Mm. Oh, you ate chicken, here's your number. Yeah. It was so immediate. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could really see, you know, I think a lot of us think that we're, I don't know, hacking the system somehow mm-hmm. like oh, I can eat that it doesn't yeah. affect me yeah this was like no it completely does affect mm-hmm. you um and so I guess so I my dietitian told me that a lot of skinny white girls were showing up in her office they for, are they do which isn't is, that strange yeah it's just it's not really what strange. I would expect yeah yeah 
And sometimes I think those patients had the hardest time accepting the diagnosis. You when know? You're, when you're I feel fit, like it's not true. When you're fit most of your life and you've never struggled with weight, you feel right. like, like there's no cholesterol. There's no yeah. diet. Like, I'm great. Like, what yeah. are you talking about? I had marathon runners who would marathon run. Right. And then they got pregnant and then they got gestational diabetes. And it was like, right. this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, and you know, as you say, you never battled your weight. I mean, I, I have and I, and I did. Really? I was, yeah, I was a really big kid. Really? Really. I did not know that. Yeah. I, I will show you pictures sometime. <laughs> There's this shot of my brother and I. So, so in fourth grade, I had this really good friend who was tiny, really tiny. And she wanted one of those swimsuits, a two-piece swimsuit, which in 1988 was really popular. That had It was like a body glove. Mm-hmm. You know, it was oh, yeah, black yeah. on the yeah. sides and then it had the yellow the and it zipper? had a zipper. Yep. Oh, the, man. Those the, were... The forbidden zipper. It was... <laughs> Every guy's like, oh, it's good. How's that like... zipper work? <laughs> I forgot about the Do you guys. need me to help me with your zipper? Yeah. I don't remember it at all. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, so I had to have the two-piece. Yeah. I wanted to have it because she had it. And there's a picture of me and my brother on a really hot day in a little, like a kiddie pool, pool, and I'm sitting in it, and I am just as big as ever, like a big girl. And there are videos of me jumping on the trampoline, and just, you know, my brother's like a stick figure mm-hmm. jumping next to me, and I'm like, boy. Oh my gosh, I can't picture <laughs> that at all. Well, and so it's just been a tricky... It's been a tricky thing, for sure. So maybe when I heard that I had gestational diabetes, I... I think that that was a bit of a trigger for me. Yeah, sure. But it was great to see, oh, if I eat this, my blood sugar is this. Right. So it's a very handy, immediate. Yeah. Well, my, my, my brother, my dad, my grandma, my grandpa, my uncle, my aunt, all have adult onset diabetes. Do they? Like it runs mm-hmm. rampant in my face. Yeah. So I, I've been watching it since I was, I mean, I'm the only one. I, I, yeah, even if they listen to this, I'm, I'm confidently say I'm the only one that watches what I eat at all or is mm-hmm. tried to win the battle with weight and mm-hmm. our sizes. We just have big people in our family. I wasn't uh, skinny as a kid. That's hard to believe. I was, I was also a large <laughs> child. Um, they can't see you, man. I know. I'm not, I'm not small. <laughs> you are not. Just you're take not. out the muscles and just, then just turn it all the fat. That was just my childhood. And then I was like, <laughs> no. it's like I turned some of it over a little bit to like, yeah. You were a lineman. Uh, you look like a musician who's been bench pressing a lot. That's what you look like. <laughs> well, that's, that's you you look true. like you're kind of swole. Like, you know, you've been working out, you know, so give yourself a little credit. I don't want people thinking, you know. I'm, I'm trying to, well, I'm trying to get back, like, what I've been doing, well, we can talk about that later, but, but what, mm-hmm. uh, trying to find the, the sweet spot in, mm-hmm. like, lifelong, not diet, but, like, right. eating style. And I right. kind of hit it 10 years ago, and then, obviously, COVID came, and it was like, yeah. I was like, I'm not doing anything good mm-hmm. for myself. And, yeah, and no. my that wife was, was like, you're in good hey, company. Uh, yeah. My wife's like, I love you. And like, I mean, I'm still attracted to you, but you're, I think you're on a, you're on a path where that's not going to be much for much longer. <laughs> it feels so good to hear. Yeah. Oh, it's so encouraging. Yeah. Yes. I was like, okay. I'm gonna do something. Yeah. Oh, She's like, I just want you to make healthy choices. I'm like, okay, that, okay, let's start there. Make healthy choices. Let's start working with that. I want to take a minute to shout out to a couple of good friends of this podcast. Consumed is sponsored by Mid-State Containers, Cargo Storage Containers, and Refrigerated Shipping Containers for sale and rent in California. You may not understand how Mid-State Containers could change your life, but the truth is many, many guests on the Consumed podcast use Mid-State for their projects. Containers can serve as wine storage units for case goods, for private collections, and even tasting rooms. They can be refrigerated storage containers for breweries, kegs, and fruit during harvest for wineries. Mid-State Containers outfits coolers and freezers for ranchers, farmers market growers, orchards, and butchers. Containers can make great pop-up coffee bars and berry containers for root cellars. My guest from Season 10, Krista Flieger from Lonely Palm Ranch, uses her Mid-State Container for an office on her property. Other ideas include schoolrooms, music and photography studios, and there are other things that can be grown, stored, and processed in a mid-state container, so use your imagination and get on their website to request a quote, midstatecontainers.com. Once more, I want to give love to a couple other podcast friends. Slow Food Co-op is your friendly neighborhood grocer, maintaining local, organic, and non-GMO standards. Slow Food Co-op sources from local producers, ensuring they offer their shoppers great food and household staples. 
With a mission to empower health and well-being in the community, they offer local produce, meats, low-to-no-waste foods, and wellness items. You can find Slow's only community-owned grocery store on their website at slowfood.coop and visit Slow Food Co-op in-store at 2494 Victoria Avenue in San Luis Obispo, California. Well, so as something I've been telling my kids lately is that our brains are programmed still kind of in a famine mentality where right. we want to feel full all the time because right. we're afraid our next meal mm-hmm. might not be available. But that's kind of like caveman thinking, mm-hmm. hunter-gatherer thinking. Right. We don't need to feel like that. We don't need to worry about where our next meal is right. coming from. Thank goodness. I know we're privileged to say that. But teaching them that they have this superpower brain that can remind them you're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. People love right. you. Mm-hmm. They're going to feed you. You can continue to live, play, do homework, mm-hmm. whatever, and not snack all day long mm-hmm. to feel safe. Yeah. Am I right about that? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, I mean, that's where the whole paleo, like sort of like caveman diet came from is mm-hmm. just, um, you know, you, you sort of eat what you need, mm-hmm. you know, but our bodies are designed to hang on to fat. You know, we have glycogen right. stores, we hold on to glucose in case we need energy later. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are designed to hang on to calories, essentially, in case you need it later. Even as we age, our muscle tone changes and we even gain usually a little bit more weight. You know, mm-hmm. like your set weight sort of changes as you get older. Yep. And sort of that idea really is that, you know, as you get older, you know, you may, maybe you need more reserves or a little bit more cushion, you know, and your your bone density and things like that change. But... Yeah, that is true that our bodies have sort of been designed, you know, for mm-hmm. feast or famine. And the brain, the the pleasure centers mm-hmm. with sugar. Can I ask you, so I, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I'm gonna, because you said yes to be on Well, I'm, si- I'm about, sitting here at yeah. your, in your kitchen. Right. So um, shoot away. Sugar. How do you teach, I mean, when you teach the students at, at Cal Poly, what is what is your take on sugar? I mean, how do, how does that inform the way you teach? Sugar is bad. Never eat it. That's really. I mean. <laughs> no. I've seen you give your kids my knives. <laughs> you were calling me out. Oh my god! No, and it's yeah. something that I love. I actually love that where you're like, <laughs> it's it's happiness. It's you know, mm-hmm. like give your kid an ice cream. Sure, exactly. Yeah. I, I think carbs and sugar have been demonized, right? Mm-hmm. I think big time, and that carbohydrates. If you think about, if you want to think about back to our ancestors, like what did they eat? Like they ate carbohydrates. And you think about Mm -hmm. other cultures that the staple is pasta or rice, right? Um, I think they've just been really demonized. And it's sort of the types that you choose that are, you know, some healthier, some less healthy. But like girls got to live. You know, kids got to have fun. Ice cream is a part of childhood. You know, I'm a big fan of moderation. Mm -hmm. I know that's sort of like buzzword, but it was just really how My wife is like the queen of moderation. What does that mean for her? She just never overindulges like in mm. anything she's like oh my gosh like i had a tri-tip sandwich i go no you had a third of a tri-tip sandwich and i ate mine and your three quarters <laughs> and then we had ice cream and you had two spoonfuls mm-hmm. and i had a bowl like <laughs> she's like oh my gosh i'm so you know mm-hmm. i'm like you're doing great like yeah. you know, never like you know yeah it's like you know we were out for dinner or whatever it's like two glasses of wine but if it's a party three glasses of right wine, you know and i'm right. like three bottles of wine what are you mm-hmm. talking about yeah mm-hmm. she just it's everybody has their thing and that's not her thing. she can just exactly. she's yeah she's really good at it yeah mm-hmm. i'm always like I'm just going to, if I think there's so many times where I'm like, after dinner, I'm like, if I just followed what you did, like mm-hmm. it's, it's, yeah. this would have gone so much better. And she'll go, you said you were going to do what I did. Mm-hmm. I go, I know what I didn't. <laughs> 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 didn't What's really interesting, and we know we can get there eventually, but um, Cal Poly, particularly in nutrition, the kinesis departments has a very, very high percentage of students with eating disorder, disorder, mm-hmm. disordered sure eating. Are, mm-hmm. Yeah. And so for me, it's even the other like, go ahead and do things in moderation because you're not even doing that. Right. You know, like there's, and what's really interesting. And I was talking to my students, I have a nutrition counseling class. Um, I told them I'd mention them on the podcast yes. and I was talking to them <laughs> Hi guys. Uh, and I was saying, Oh, we're going to talk about cholesterol and these different things. And you know, what do you think about, you know, eating in this generation? Um, 
And it was really interesting. They brought up things like mindful and intuitive eating. You know, uh, plant-based is a lot, you know, more Mm -hmm. of something that's more popular or current. Um, But the most, the the thing that they said most often was the prevalence of disordered eating, eating disorders. For Um, sure. And it just really interesting. I think some people get into nutrition to sort of like sort of heal thyself, you know, wanting to to understand, Uh you know, to figure it out Mm -hmm. to understand. Yeah. Yeah. So I would, what do I think about sugar? It sort of depends on the people I'm talking to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like our brains are also just wired differently. Don't you think? I think some of us have different ways that we cope or, you know what I mean? Use food. Uh, you know that then in other ways like Jeannie doesn't struggle with right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but to self-soothe someone might you know so I just think that we're very unique I I mean Americans in particular have a real identity crisis with food from what mm-hmm. I I mean I haven't traveled everywhere but when I have traveled I've seen uh, other countries and they know we have an identity crisis mm-hmm. yeah food. yeah absolutely um well portions i mean it's a huge um, yeah oh yeah but it's as far as drugs and coping i, I mean like different substances that help mm-hmm. us cope mm-hmm. whether that's you know nicotine or mm-hmm. um cannabis or shopping or sex mm-hmm. or whatever not to call that well <laughs> really what this is is an intervention not <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. There's for, five people listening in the other room for, and they're about to come out to You'd be entering this facility. You just invited him here so you could pick on him. <laughs> well, I just mm-hmm. think that of those substances, the one that is the least shameful sure. and the most accepted, I'm mm-hmm. saying this, you know, in the broadest kind of way is food. Mm-hmm. Everybody eats. Cause everyone eats. Yeah. Cause Every- you can't quit. You can't be like, you, can't. you, you know can, what? I'm, yep. not, I'm not eating anymore. Yeah. Like, you're dead. So. You can yeah. quit drinking. Right. Yep. You can be celibate, you know, all of those things, but you can't stop eating. So we have this like push pull tension mm-hmm. with it. That's so frustrating. And I know, I happen to know that the kinesiology department, nutrition, lot of those girls there mm-hmm. it's it's alarming mm-hmm. and you get a, a front row seat for all of and that and the thing is is that that is what they said and so that was interesting to hear yeah. from their perspective that it is also alarming to them mm-hmm. you know that and one, one of the other thing I thought was interesting is like food as identity I don't think when we grew up um that food was, you know, like I am a pescatarian or I am a vegan or I am, I eat green or eco-friendly or paleo. Like there's sort of like food as identity too, which is sort of different, I think, than the way we grew up. You're Mm -hmm. so right. I mean, maybe it was vegetarian. Yeah. Like, but there was, that was like one weird kid in your class. Right. Like, why is that guy, why does he have to have grilled cheese and hamburger day? (laughs) It's his problem. My kids, meanwhile, are vegetarian and it's so so accepted mm-hmm. and like when we come over to your house or your house it's like mm-hmm. oh well okay we made beans for yeah, you yeah. or whatever yeah. and I roll with it but yeah but it's interesting I've never thought about that when you say I am vegan I am keto mm-hmm. I am pale mm-hmm. we never used to say I am anything no I'm not no. yeah I'm not the ham sandwich I'm eating you yeah. know it depends uh, on the day of the week some days yeah. I've been vegan for a few days or yeah sure, you know, sure. I've been carnivorian for a few mm-hmm. days yeah. and I had was arguing with a guy at my bar he's like that's the best way to eat is Carnivore, all meat. I go. Never in this world was there a time Mm-mm. you could sustain that diet. Like Mm-mm. I would never go back two hundred years. And you're like ever. just <laughs> you're just killing every animal you see. Like just yeah. you know, it's like there wasn't that much meat available, bro. Mm-mm. Like that doesn't that didn't happen. Like mm-hmm. yeah, I tried it for like a week. I was like, this is just getting old. And you I mean, love meat. Right? I love meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and and but after a while, you're like, I, don't, I just had steak for breakfast. I don't want yeah. steak for lunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. True. It's just anything that like same with um, the. Uh, Keto, you know, I met mm-hmm. a guy who's like, man, I lost a ton of weight. Like sure. last night, I had a wheel yeah. of brie and prosciutto and a bottle of gin for dinner. I'm like, that's not healthy. <laughs> I'm down ten pounds. I go, you're dying. Like that's not. He's like, well, that's weird. Imagine if you could take a dump, you'd be yeah. ten pounds lighter. He's, he's trying again. to tell me how it all works in keto. I'm like, there's no diet in the world mm-hmm. that's just gonna last. Yeah, a wheel of brie, a thing of prosciutto, and a bottle of gin. <laughs> down ten pounds. I'm like, good luck with good that. Good for you. I am not yeah. a dietitian, but I am smart enough to know that that is not the path I should take. Yeah, I've tried every like fad 
thing and yeah and the thing is we mm. do that we like this sort of immediate gratification i know that i yeah. do right and it's and when you see progress quickly that's wonderful it's yeah. encouraging you know so people that's why we, people do these diets right. you know but if i don't lose like 20 pounds in a week i'm like forget it yeah mm. it doesn't work at all <laughs> there there are certain people who are very comfortable in their own skin who just like they you know large small medium whatever who they just they are they glow with whatever yeah. they are um and we have some good friends who are like that and mm-hmm. sure, i would say that you're like that i feel like you have just so you have a lot of vitality and um well and obviously you eat perfectly i do <laughs> i do but there are those who just are really very they just are exactly where they need to be and they're completely comfortable with that um, and it shines through. I have a lot of agitation about my body. It's weird. Yeah, and being a food writer messes with that. I big can time. imagine. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. yeah. But being a big kid, that was... Yep. Oh, I bet. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting. Um, I was going to ask you about... Oh, no. I was just going to say that when you're talking about uh, plant-based. Yeah. All these terms that now I find it funny that you could look at a bean and cheese burrito and say that that's mostly plant-based mm-hmm. because it's hundred percent beans, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's just so funny how it's marketed like that. Same thing as gluten-free, right? So, uh, yes. Like well, things they, like, uh, yeah. be, I can't gain weight on it because right. it's gluten-free. Yeah. So I ate, Red hots I ate four pounds of gluten-free cookies and I gained, <laughs> how the hell did I gain weight? Yes. Like, what's going on? And yeah. it could be very calorie dense. <laughs> and the thing is food. red hots have always been gluten. Like they, they tell things. I love they market I love that they market things now like red vines or something you know it's like fat free uh, it's like well they must be like air and i can have as many as i want you know yeah that's true that's so true yeah i remember my dad in the 90s you know pasta bread all these things were okay because they could be fat free Mm -hmm. and i just remember my dad tucking into a big pile of pasta and being Mm -hmm. like god this is this feels good this Mm -hmm. feels right you know Mm -hmm. and it's fat free it's just Mm -hmm. we gotta lay off the terms like that yeah. and clean eating, I think, is a a buzz term that's scary to me. With all those lovely young women who are trying to eat perfectly, mm-hmm. clean eating sounds like uh, disordered eating to mm. me a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Tell me about our numbers. You looked at my labs. I did. Okay, talk yeah. to me. I feel like I should have brought mine. I Gosh. know. We'll just well, assume mine's perfect. I'm just going to draw your blood now. How about we pick on you next time? Perfect. Sounds okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had had my blood you had drawn. had your blood, yes. And I sent the labs to Sherry yes. because my doctor told me my cholesterol is really high, which was news, big time news flash. I did not. Right. I wouldn't have guessed. So kudos, and here's my PSA for today, mm-hmm. is that if you haven't gotten your labs done in a year, you need to go. Mm-hmm. So... Matt, yeah, how long has it been? I don't, let's not talk about that. But okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> do you have a doctor, though, that will look I at your do, blood? I do. I, I actually did it. I had to do it uh, two years ago for uh, blood pressure. My blood okay. pressure was sky high. So I'm okay. on, I'm, I'm, I've come down through meds, but then I, I was taking two. Now I'm down to one, and it's continuing to come down. So we're talking about me coming off the second one. So Okay, nice. so, but you are on medication to help manage it. Yeah, because it, it was like uh, it was 195 over 100. Wow. Yeah, that's Is not that good. that high? I yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, you're, you're shooting for 120 over 60. That's like... Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have very low blood right pressure, yeah. which is yeah. why this was like, wow, right. how is that happening? Right. Um, but, like, my husband, he's very fit um, and gorgeous, and he probably mm. hasn't had his laps done in, I don't know, four years or something. Jim. I know. Jim. It's time, Jim. <laughs> if you're hearing that. <laughs> um, so... Anyways, I had my labs in recently too. Yeah. And so your cholesterol is in the, your total cholesterol was 240 something? Yes. 240 something. Um, and then your LDL was elevated. Mm-hmm. And then your HDL was, was high. It was also high. So here's the thing about cholesterol is cholesterol is demonized, but it is something that your body naturally makes. Mm-hmm. So it's a substance that's predominantly made through the liver and it's important for like the, the cell membrane integrity. You know, it helps like a precursor to hormones. Uh, cholesterol is good. It's made in the body. You know, it's a substance that is essential that we need. But then there's the cholesterol that we consume, right? And that that can mess with our overall levels. So you really want your total cholesterol 
to be less than 200, ideally. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then the L and the H, I like to remember them as L is for lousy, mm-hmm. LDL, oh, lousy okay. cholesterol. Good. Good. Um, and helps. the lousy, so low-density lipoprotein, this is like how cholesterol sort of like traveled through the body is, mm-hmm. is through these lipoproteins. So the L is lousy, should be less than 100. And then the HDL, think of happy. Mm, happy yeah so and yours is high really high, and it's good but does that make it okay that the other one is high well so so if your hdl is that high do you remember what yours was it was like 80 something which is it should be above 50 for women so Mm. it's very good very happy look at you and so your your overall will represent the fact that your HDLs are so high yeah do you know what I'm saying so sometimes it's this ratio and your your carb your your good to bad ratio is good okay um but your total could come down and it's the LDLs that concern me a little bit yeah right mine are also elevated so I've had mine they're about the same um and again we'll go back to the pandemic that's what I'm gonna blame mine on but sure you know, the catch-all for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, and we've also aged two and a half years in that time, that's right? That's true. So, I mean, there's yeah, also that. Time that. does go on. Yeah, it does march. But, so, cholesterol, so so the reason your doctor is concerned is because if your cholesterol is running, you know, if your LDLs are elevated and your cholesterol is running above where it should be, you know, it puts, it's a higher risk for things like heart disease, right? And then your dad, right, mm-hmm. has had mm-hmm. that. So what's hard is there's a familial agency to all of this. So Matt, you're saying like most people oh. in your family have diabetes, right? Yep. So heart you, problems, heart problems, diabetes, maybe hypertension, mm-hmm. high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. So like my dad quadruple bypass, mm-hmm. right? So I have this familial genetic component and it sounds like you do as yes. well. Yes. Um, and so your the cl- like the typical clinical advice we give is you know weight loss exercise mm-hmm. you know um, alcohol in moderation you know less saturated fat cholesterol consumption, um, but it's interesting because you're you're an atypical presentation mm-hmm. you know so weight Late loss doesn't thirty pounds yeah. Right. <laughs> I just don't so, know. Well, that's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm is the right size for me. That's you what know? I'm saying. So I think dietary tweaks can definitely help. Yeah. Will definitely help you. Um, and I love, again, the idea of trying that first before having to go on a statin, you yes. know, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think with some, some correct tweaks, you should be able to see some good progress. The tw- so the tweaks that I've tried yeah. that are really actually pretty delicious tweaks are... I've been doing a ton of flaxseed, chia seed, and hemp seed nice. on everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, on my oatmeal, on my... I actually love it on a salad with just olive oil and vinegar. It tastes mm-hmm. so good. Um, in my smoothies, just everywhere. Um, and that helps with other things, too. And that feels great. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've also been doing... Um, uh, what's the oatmeal that's... Uh, steel cut. Steel. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Make it. You were right there for me. <laughs> a big pot on Sunday. Yeah. Heat it throughout the week. Yeah. Um, Carrie Torres at Farmhouse told me cinnamon. And so I've just been gobbing cinnamon on everything because I think it does. Doesn't it? No, maybe not. So She's int- not a registered dietitian. <laughs> maybe she just wants things to taste better. What's really funny, so there's always there's always new studies, right? And new buzzes buzzes about, you know, research shows that XYZ does XYZ. So the research with cinnamon is that it helps with insulin resistance. Oh. Um, but the studies that were done on cinnamon were like capsules and capsules of cinnamon. So oh, the, a little so much. Sp- like oh so much. Yeah. So the um so the sprinkle won't be a clinically you know, it won't move the needle. It's it's not going to do exactly. Yeah, you probably just need to That's eat cinnamon awesome. sticks all day long. As I speak, one of my sponsors, James Onaveros, is in New York City pouring at the Wine and Spirits Top 100 Wineries event. And why? Because Native Nine Wine has been named one of the top 100 wineries in the world along with a couple other consumed alums, Scar of the Sea, Aubon Clement, and Tally Vineyards. It's incredible to think how each of these people and their wineries started at the bottom and worked their way up. For James, wine, and particularly Pinot Noir, has been a lifelong pursuit. You can learn all about James, 
the land he lives on and works, and his wines during a private tasting at the ranch in Santa Maria Valley. As the folks at Ranchos de Anaveros say, this is not your average tasting experience. Plan to be out there for like two to three hours and bring your boots. For more information, visit ranchosdeanaveros.com. The Consumed Podcast is sponsored by Slow Life Magazine, a semi-monthly lifestyle publication that highlights what makes San Luis Obispo so special. I write the food column for Slow Life, and we've sort of changed up the format in recent months, and I really like where it's headed. I've been featuring just one local food-related business and really drilling down to discover what makes it tick. For the April 2022 issue, I interviewed Fabian Tefera about her Ethiopian takeout restaurant, Ebony Slow. Yep, you may recognize Fabian's name because she was on the first season of this podcast in 2019. If you want to know more about Ebony Slow and Ethiopian food here on the Central Coast, check out that issue of Slow Life Magazine or visit slowlifemagazine.com. What other things could somebody do, like easy, you know, like, one little life? I stop drinking like buttermilk before bed. Right. Oh, oh, that reminds me though. Alcohol, where does that fit into everything? Oh, it's, it's never good. It's, ne- <laughs> ne- it's ne- poison. You, ne- you never hear anyone go, sure, drink up. Well, no, but they did with red wine. <laughs> yeah, but it's like one to two glasses. I'm like, mm-hmm. bottles or glasses? And they're mm-hmm. still not even sure that yeah, that's real. Yeah. Um, it's, but alcohol uh, is, it is poison. It's the part that you're not supposed to drink, you mm. know? But what, did the, what do you see? Uh-oh, she's yeah. getting into a Oh, purse. no, I just had, I was. I always forget. I thought you were going to bring the, a beer out. Uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> alcohol, I've brought my own. I was hoping we were going to have wine. Gosh, but I guess it's, it's a, Sherry, I guess it's, it's a little early. We've been drinking every day. Do you see what we were given yesterday alone? Oh, yesterday was heavy drinking. This is why you podcast. <laughs> I am here. I am here on the wrong day. I was telling my students that she is a food and wine podcaster. Yeah. I'm the biggest buzzkill there ever could no, be. You're the best. <laughs> you're the, you're, 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 you were bringing humor to the table. Yes. And uh, I think on our next one, we're drinking again. So, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. So, this is a nice little respite. It's. Um, uh, let me tell you about wine. Please. So it's the antioxidants. They're, they're called polyphenols and specifically rosveratrol in red wine. Mm-hmm. So it's what's fine, uh, found on the skin of grapes. Yes. And so they find that red wine in moderation can help with um, overall cholesterol. But then again, it's like one to two glasses. And can you get the same results from like eating grapes or drinking grape juice? Yes. Ah, that's interesting. I never yeah. thought about that. Yeah. So, so, like, can I? Should I go drink red wine for my heart health? You know, that's not necessarily the recommendation. But like, if you're having, let's say, six rum and cokes every night, maybe two glasses of wine would be a better choice. Gotcha. I like the better choices. Yeah. Yep. Not good, bad, but so, maybe more less than. So right? what I hear you saying is, I can't yeah. afford to stop drinking red wine. You can't afford to okay, stop. Okay, that's why I was saying. Yeah. Yep. Sure. Yeah. And more is better. Yes. Okay. So. <laughs> Always better. I'm God, and there's full. no, there is nothing good about a rum and coke. Oh, I shouldn't say that because we had a guy who makes <laughs> really good rum on yesterday. Except for Eric Olson's double gold winning Forager rum, which you can purchase in Antascadero. Oh, plug. I just mean it's a treat, just in the same way that Mike and Ike's maybe are like, there's not a lot there nutritionally, you know, but you, but everybody should have some sometime. If they can, if they can handle it. I'm, oh, you can I'm see, just, you can feel me sweating over here. I'm just a fan of moderation. Yeah. Uh, do yeah. I drink? Yes. Do I eat fried foods? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do I like salt? Like for sure. I you know, salt. I love salt. Mm-hmm. I love butter. Well, it's, it's, what, it's what makes everything taste good. <laughs> it does. I was like, when I, I went on one thing and diet and they were like, just, eat, just oh, all sure. you have to do is eliminate the, the salt. I was like, yeah. no problem. Mm-hmm. And I made like this vegetable scramble thing. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> There's nothing Why is this, there. It just tastes like the earth. It, there's, there's nothing that wants me to put more of you in my mouth. This is horrible. Oh, gosh. Um, what else can you tell us? So, the, so what, you know, the things that I was thinking of are obviously um, insoluble fiber. It's like soluble and insoluble fiber. Um, I listed for, let's see. For those of you who don't, so soluble fiber is mainly found in like beans, oats, um, sweet potatoes, and insoluble is like nuts, beans, bran, corn. Sometimes the foods that have fiber are both insoluble and soluble. Um, But increasing your fiber intake, the recommendation is 25 to 35 
uh, grams per day. Yes. So you're already on the right track. I, with I mean, I oatmeal. love fibrous foods. Yeah. So that's that's great. Okay, well, Matt. Um, yeah. Okay, Matt. So, so you're writing it. You're writing this down. Yeah. Um, I want to get your opinion on my current eating plan when yep. we're done with this. So. Okay. Okay. Um, so activities. So the things for cholesterol, right? Mm-hmm. Um, is reducing how much cholesterol you consume. Mm-hmm. And cholesterol is not found in plants. It's only found in animal products. Yep. So, um, I, you know, it's interesting not everyone knows that. I'm learning that. Yeah. I, I thought that, I just assumed avocados had a ton of cholesterol. They have zero. No, they have zero. And yeah. they have great monounsaturated fats. Right. It's really good heart healthy. So the monos and polys, monounsaturated polyunsaturated fats, mm-hmm. like um, found in like like oil, a lot of the oils we cook in, avocados, nuts and th- seeds, things like that. Those are really good for heart health. Mm-hmm. Activity is really good for heart health. Um like limiting saturated fat intake. Mm. So little things like cutting vegetable fat off of your meat. Don't, don't. I just <laughs> last night had chicken thighs yeah. with the skin and I was like, mm, this is good. I just mm. ate the whole. Yeah. I always take it off. Do you? Do you? Really? Yeah, oh, I was going to say you're going to hate me for saying that. Oh, no, oh, no. I love the skin uh, so much. No, I've struggled with my weight my whole oh. life. And, uh, and if I ate the way I wanted to, I could not fit in this kitchen. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But, and I was got really fit about eight years ago. Mm. And then it's the slow, all these different changes I made that I was like, oh, this isn't too bad. Or I'll, just, I'll just let this go and let this. Go. And mm-hmm. then yeah. after 10 years, it starts. And then coming into living with my mother-in-law again and then and then COVID and it was just like mm. what makes me feel better mm-hmm. booze and fat like yeah <laughs> totally. you know, yeah yeah so that I, I weighed in like I weighed in like two months ago and I was like oh my god like that's this is out of control mm-hmm. and he's like you don't look that different I go doesn't matter like that's not healthy so mm-hmm. so I used to just go by how I would look and I'm like I yeah. need to go by how I feel and what the mm-hmm. numbers say because yes. it's gonna it's one of those things gonna sneak up on you the numbers yeah. do not lie yeah yeah I'm more of a fan of like how do you feel and how do things fit than mm-hmm. the numbers because those dang numbers I it's know. like shooting a revolving target. No, so, like it's but not. Like, but I, what about the labs? And well, the labs, the, the numbers are important. Yes. I'm yes. not saying they're yeah, not yeah. important. The labs the, the are sc- super important. Numbers. I'm talking about the scale, like how oh, much no. you weigh. Well, I told I told her like it's, I, I literally so one, one night after dinner I was like it was just a horrible time but I would, so I'm gonna weigh myself like after dinner before we go to bed. Not it's smart. Like, <laughs> heaviest time what? of the day. Yeah, but I did and I did and I was like all bummed out and then I'm like I'm gonna weigh myself again in the morning and see what happens. There was a nine pound difference. Mm. I weighed nine pounds less the next morning. I'm like, what did I do? Last I mean, if you if you have a nice bowel movement, that can be this like was pre, three, three All pounds. I, 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 I think I peed <laughs> twice. And I was like, so I showed myself again after yeah. my morning yeah. DM. And I could have been like, I lost 15 pounds a day. I just slept, peed, and pooped. Yep. The new trend diet. I haven't heard someone call it. A BM in so long. I'm not sure I've ever referred to it. As a yeah, BM. you're just you're copying me. I'm yeah, being very white coat about it. Yeah, you it. are being white. Coat. I know. God bless her. Is there anything else that we should do? Did I cut you off? Cholesterol. Uh, so I was just gonna say fiber activity, mm-hmm. less saturated fat, and cholesterol consumption. So changing like your dairy to lower fat. Yes, and right. I, I've done that, and it's actually not bad. It's yeah. not as hard as I thought it. Could are be. you still drinking your whole milk? Nope. Wow. I went Jones. to oat milk. The Trader Joe's oat that's milk just that's delicious. I was just going to, we were just going to talk about that. Yep. Yeah. Good it's, for you. Well, that it is doesn't big. bother me. I mean, yeah. it's, it's fine. Now getting my family to change that is trickier. Yeah. I know that cholesterol with children has become an issue. It can be. It depends. Well, then yeah. being vegetarian is helping out with that for sure. You think it is? Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. cutting out. Well, that's the thing. And I was going to say, you know, one or twice a week having meatless you know, meatless yeah. dinners, but it sounds like you already do that. And so. there's a lot of I started, reasons to I started doing meatless. that once or twice, mm-hmm. doing meatless. I've been doing intermittent fasting, which mm-hmm. has been just, it's been good for... Yeah, tell tell. Just to, to feel, uh, I think before, like, I had to always feel full. Mm-hmm. And so I was eating from the second I woke up till right. almost I went to bed, you know, but just yeah. having that feeling. So it help, it's helping me get more comfortable with yeah. feeling like... This is this is a, a, a hungry. It's an okay. Like you're not starving, right? But you've got plenty of calories to burn. You've got right. res, you've got reserves. You got mm-hmm. this, and so just limiting the calories. And so, uh, and then like my first meal of the day is usually like like a veggie scramble with egg whites, and then I try to eat a some, somewhat healthy dinner, but mm-hmm. I don't watch it as much. But I try and cut as much dairy and gluten because I'm kind of gluten sensitive out of my diet. Uh, it's just, in, you know, just less breads and stuff like that. And I've, I mean, it's, I've come down probably 10 pounds in the last two months. So, Which is a healthy 
I think pace yeah. for that. So well, slow to and be, steady runs the race. Yeah, and, is I, what and we I, like I try to, to stop drinking. Well, I, up until this week, yeah, uh, I started. I, I'm, I make an effort to not drink Monday through Friday, and then just that's have great, drink, man. drinks with friends on the weekends. And stuff. Yeah, I was drinking. That's really good. When I went first with the doctor, I was like, he's like, honestly, you want me to be honest with you? Mm-hmm. I'm like, four to eight drinks in seven days a week. He's like. Mm. Okay. Did you uh, say four to eight yeah. drinks seven mm-hmm. days a week? Yeah. yeah. What's surprising? I don't get buzzed, like, no, I, well, that's I the know. thing is you're a tall guy, but what's surprising is that's not surprising. Yeah. You know, and I really do think a lot of us are in that category. If you, you know, really like look at if you. So I want to say I do mm-hmm. one to two drinks a day. And I was like, right. No, you don't. The days you're not drinking is when you have one to two drinks, and right. then you know, the days you're drinking. I, I can't metabolize that. I. I, I, I that'd be better because I when I'm I stop when I get if I'm intoxicated mm-hmm. I, I stop because mm-hmm. I'm like I don't want to be sick or mm-hmm. not yeah, be able to yeah, function sure. the next day or anything. Right. But it just takes that much to get to that point, and then the more longer you do that, the more, just the more resistance Absolutely. you build up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I have two glasses of wine I am out mm-hmm. uh, I just can't and that changed over time right there. Mm-hmm. yeah well and I love <laughs> I love to drink I love yeah. all the different kinds of mm-hmm. drinks it's just really I can't do that and then the next morning I wake up feeling horrible especially if it's red wine so um, yeah anyway you and Jeannie are very very similar yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, uh, the other thing is, I we were talking about I think to back to alcohol since yeah. we're on that let's subject. That. Yeah, yeah, let's get let's let's get in it. Because <laughs> um, girl girl likes to drink. Your your friend Sherry, the dietitian. I'm a big <laughs> fan of drinks. It's been my go to jam, especially with COVID. It's mm. just been something that. Um, but I I too was needing to cut back it was you know your tolerance does go up and then if you start drinking earlier in the night you know what i mean yeah. versus later and all like this things. yeah <laughs> so Wait, you're saying it's better to drink earlier no, no i'm saying that when you start earlier you're probably gonna keep going oh that's gotcha. what i'm okay. saying um you you're picking up what i'm putting yeah. down <laughs> i'm like does it mean i go to bed earlier or what is it? Yes, no. Jamie. i mean you will <laughs> yeah that's actually that's and then you wake up at 3 a.m oh the wakeies oh because it's all metabolized and so your body's like that's all these calories to to burn yeah yes. yeah you're like i'm awake oh I'm i need totally to go, awake i need to go farm or something yeah <laughs> which, is what, which is typically what i'll do yeah go farm go same. Same. <laughs> check on your carrots if anybody needs your a, bell peppers if anybody, if anybody needs land Tilled at 4 a.m. Just call me. <laughs> the thing with alcohol is it raises your triglycerides, yeah. and then mm. alcohol is metabolized in the liver. That's also where cholesterol is produced. Yes. So um, it is is challenging, and if you get to the point where your liver stops working, you know, then you know you get scar tissue. You know, there's different phases of like liver disease. Um, and if you get to that place, then cholesterol, the, the way that it's metabolized is, is different, you know, and your liver's not functioning like it should. Yeah. Um, That's right. Alcohol and triglycerides. I did read that. that especially, that. I mean, triglycerides can go up with sugar, right? Mm-hmm. Sugar, like pure sugar intake. Um, your triglycerides can go up. Um, but with alcohol, especially those like, you know, six rum and Cokes, you know, mm-hmm. alcohol with sugar, sugar. right? Huh. So the, those are my sort of takeaways with drinking is moderate less right that none of it's really good for you yeah. you know uh red wine I mean, there's there's better choices right mm-hmm. yes um but it doesn't if you're we're talking about cholesterol levels just in general mm-hmm. you know uh it's not recommended to you know it's recommended to do like i think that moderate drinking is like one drink a day per woman and mm-hmm. two drinks a day for mm-hmm. men or something like yeah. that yeah yep so um and it goes up really quick it's like and three is binge i'm like whoa wait wait, wait. Oh so yeah, there's, like, yes. there's no middle ground. Like Mm-mm. it's moderate, and then you're. I'm like, well, I, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, good. yeah. Did you ever watch Kids in the Hall? Do you remember that show at all? Sketch comedy. Mm-hmm. They had this is very tangentially related. Um, thinking about sugar and alcohol together, they had a sketch called Girly Drink Drunk, which was a guy who was an alcoholic. But he was addicted to like pina coladas, <laughs> apple teenies, yes. and he's cosmos. He, he's yes. drunk. He loved blended drinks, and so I love it. He's at work, and the guy, uh, his boss, comes to the bathroom. Hey, are you in there, Michael? Are you in there? And you can hear a blender. <laughs> the guy finally pushes in, and he's got like this big glass with umbrellas in it. He's like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I can't." Anyway, I just love that. That's so great. I think Jake might be a girly. 
He loves his I have a, daiquiris. I have a dark chocolate question. Oh, okay. Because uh, I just thought about that. I was trying to think of the things that we like to consume and good and bad for you. So, like, there's that, oh, you know, dark chocolate's good for you. Obviously, not, you know, not right. eating it all day long. Mm-hmm. Um, what level, like, I, I, I always assume it's got to be dark chocolate that doesn't taste good that you don't right. like to eat because it's like, it has to be like 76%. Yeah. Yeah. Which I try to like look for if I get dark chocolate. Because that's the antioxidant. Thing. Exactly. That's the same. So what is the so is that true the seventy six percent and how much should it mean what's what's the daily consumption that you could actually see a health benefit from because obviously you're like I eat five dark chocolate bars a day and I haven't been losing weight at all my heart's horrible you know that's a good question. Well, I, again, it sort of like goes back to red wine, I feel like. But mm-hmm. with milk chocolate, it has additives, and so it right. has a lot more sugar. Yeah. And so with dark chocolate, you're eating less sugar, and then it goes back to the antioxidant mm-hmm. properties. Um, so, But would I say increase your dark chocolate consumption? I'd probably say increase like your... You know, or mm-hmm. switch it Your out. Fruits and vegetables. Else. Yeah. You know, yeah. well, I was I, I was using it. It's like for my sweet tooth. Instead of getting right. candy bars or ice cream or whatever, I would get. It's a, a better choice, and the higher the percentage, the more. Yeah. that's what so I, I did. I did the seventy-two percent. I was I was breaking like a bar up into like four right. four days or yeah. something. You know, mm-hmm. just like a bite or two after a meal. Uh, but then I'm like, oh, so seventy-two is pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I went to like. 86. I was like, nope. It no, kind of starts it, to taste it, like dirt. It really does. Oh, it, it really does. I did like an 88. And like, my friend yeah. is like, this is so good. I'm like, again, yeah, I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have one square after lunch and after dinner of really good quality, mm-hmm. high quality dark chocolate. And it shuts. It's like, it's like the turning the light off. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden it's right. like, Lunch is done. Right. Dinner yeah, yeah, yeah. is done. Right. I don't know why mentally that works for me. Mm-hmm. It's And I just love the way it tastes. I found mm-hmm. the right one for right, me. Right, right, right. Right. Um, but those are better choices. You're making better choices. Right, right. Right? And so more often making more better choices. Yep. Right is is key. Better, you, it was better than Sour Patch Kids for me. Yeah. It is. Yeah. That's a much better choice, <laughs> Matt. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I hate sour candy. Oh, yeah, so, same. I love it. I love uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> Good. It's great. It's good stuff. <laughs> Sherry, I want you to live here. I want you to have a little, like, your own room here so we can ask you questions yeah. whenever. I know you have your own room. I do. Your but, own place. But I like this place. It's mm. very cozy. Yeah. Tell me uh, if it were your last day on Earth and you maybe, say, forgot that you were a regi- registered dietitian. Right. With all the letters behind your name. Yeah. What is the thing you would eat to celebrate a really good life? And what would you drink and who'd be there? That's a great question. Right? It's heavy. Like, this is I love how she springs it on everybody. We're, you're, we're still thinking about the last topic. And then, yeah. So let's say you're going to die. Okay. Life is over. So if it's my last meal. <laughs> sweaty balls. That's oh, what I yes. Mean. Just delicious sweaty balls. So <laughs> um, uh, I already know the answer. Oh, perfect. It's an in and out oh. hamburger. Oh, yes. With raw onions. Mm, not, not Don't give me, don't give me that grilled crap. No. Oh, interesting. The raw onions. Okay. Uh, my husband is there. We're on a beach. I definitely have, sorry, like a rum and coke or something sure, like that. Sure, sure. Something sweet. Is that your go-to cocktail? And I love a good rum and coke. Don't give me the wine. I hate yeah. beer. But wow. I'd have something like that. I'd probably have a couple. Um, <laughs> and I would get McDonald's French fries. I cannot yeah. stand Just in and out. The fries? I would get. Oh. I would go to In and Out and get a burger. I would go to McDonald's mm-hmm, and get. Mm-hmm. In, yes. in a, I would get McDonald's French fries, and then I would have some sort of beverage. And we, yeah. we would I'm, eat I'm it with on you the on beach. That, uh, in and Out French fry thing. The In and Out fries I, aren't. I don't order I them either. I I can't handle them. And no. they've done the animal style, right? Yeah, I no, don't. Oh, Does it make it any better? And that no, talk agree. about cholesterol. <laughs> oh my gosh! In the animal style fries, it looks like something vomited. It on doesn't the fries. it? Yes. I can I can show you pictures when we're done. But when I was 19, we had to make a 300 by 300 in and out, and 19 of us ate it in seven minutes. Oh my god! That's repulsive. Yeah, we we, we, each of us ended up eating about 17 or 18 patties in like seven minutes. Oh my god! And I love In and Out, but me too. I did not eat a hamburger for three to four years after that. Mm. Wow! Yeah, it was it, it was. It was rough. Okay, but just a single, or even let's say a, a two by two. Oh, so you're gonna go moderation. <laughs> I no, I just want to save room for dessert. Which would you have dessert? Oh, I don't like dessert. Oh, isn't that weird? No, it's yeah. not. It's no. envious. Yeah, no, I don't. Enviable. Yeah, I'd maybe have some fruit. Wow, but like but, really good tropical fruit or something. Yes, I always something say I don't like, like dessert. 
like I prefer savory things, but yeah. then as soon as something's there, I'm like, oh, man, I'm not going to pass on Yeah, and a brownie yeah, yeah. looks good. Yeah. yeah. Well, that would destroy that. Yeah. It's yeah. unfortunate. Sherry, you're super helpful. Thank you for looking at my labs, too. I appreciate you're welcome. it. Yeah. Well, I'm proud of you for getting them done. And for ta- taking care of I'm going to get mine done and Matt, this year. And then we'll, we'll circle back and we can yes. talk about your labs. I got to make an appointment. I got to get the whole physical. Yeah. I've been avoiding it because it's the year that I've got to get the uh, movie made mm. up my rectum. <laughs> that That is, <laughs> yeah, I need, to, I need to do that too. I love how yeah. you put that, the movie made. Yeah. I like to tell rectum. people I'm getting, I'm, I'm, I'm moving into the movie industry. Oh. I'm making my own film. It's an exploration film about uh, you know what? It's places. about time. Think about what we've gone through. Mm-hmm. I just had an exam last oh. week. Mm-hmm. It's just so invasive. No, it's men's, time. Men, mm-hmm. men have it so much easier. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank in, you. In oh. All physical oh, areas of, sure. of life. Thank oh, you. for sure. So much. Oh, it's ridiculous how yeah. easy we have it. Thanks for saying that. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll es- expect a report back. Yeah, I, I have it even easier because I married a sugar mama. So I, I don't like. Mm-hmm. I, I might. Anytime I complain about life, I'm mm-hmm. like somebody should punch me in the face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I'll just put that out there. If I, if you really complain, you punch me in the face. I want to get you back. Yeah. We love you. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for listening to the consumed podcast tap takeover with the Matt cross. (laughs) It was super fun. Yeah. Thank you for introducing me to all these new wonderful people. It was my pleasure. Okay. Time for a beer. Time for a beer. Yay. Consumed is produced by me, Jamie Lewis, and edited by Chris Lambert. To hear more stories from the eaters, drinkers, thinkers, and makers of California, to see guest photos, read their bios, maybe even get a recipe, visit letsgetconsumed.com. Thank you, and I'll see you next time.